forever. Dog! Hello, Andrew. Hi, Anna. And hello, listener. And welcome to Scary Scary Stories Stories to to Tell on the Pod. Pod. It's a podcast all about scary stories and urban legends and creepy things that you tell us about. Things that make you go, oh my. Hey, that scared me. I'm frightened. I'm going to call somebody. Um, Today, of course, is Wednesday. Which means it's Urban Legisode Day, and it is Anna's turn. It's my turn, and to set the mood, since it is now officially Outem. Outem. I brought an autumnal snack. <gasps> Ta-da. Oh, Yum Earth candy corn. It's organic candy corn, which is very LA. Wow. I um, do love candy. People people hate on it. I adore it. I know. I wanted to see if they had um, candy corn pumpkins, which are both <gasps> of our faves. Yeah, love a candy corn pumpkin. But they did not. This is such a treat. They had candy corn, um, what they called Halloween worms, which were gummy worms that were just like <laughs> orange and yellow. Oh, my God. And then <gasps> lollipops. Oh, they're individual packs. Yeah, they're in individual packs, which when I thought it was a giant bag of candy corn, I was like, I can't. I have to pass. Yeah. I cannot get involved in this. But because it's little packs. Oh, this is just the proper amount. Wow. If you want. um, Yum Earth. Does it taste worse than the bad stuff? It tastes exactly. I remember. That's great. I guess it's organic corn syrup. (laughs) Thank goodness. Mm. Oh, that's so good. You guys are missing out. I think the thing that makes it organic is that it... um, It is not as crisp lines on the candy corn from color to color. But the taste is all there. Oh, yeah. But the shape is there, which Mm -hmm. is really sad. The sort of like raised triangle, sort of like a dog's head. Have you seen um, why it's called candy corn? That if you like put all of these into a banana, it looks like an ear of corn. (laughs) Like just imagine like you stick it in something and then only the yellow part sticking out. And it's like, that's like an all work. And (gasps) oh, What? Our producer Anna has told us that one of the ingredients is shellac, which Sh- is um, is that wax? I hope shellac. Yeah, maybe that's carnauba wax. Organic? No, carnauba wax is carnauba. I don't know how to say it. Leave me alone. <laughs> shellac. That's good. Sort of like um, yeah, like the unhealthy manicure stuff. This is correct. Yeah. Oh, this is just what I wanted to snack it's on organic. today. Um, thanks, Anna. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> thanks, Yum Earth. They're not a sponsor, but they could be. And hey, they sh- honestly, they should be. They should. Yum Earth. Who do you think of when you think of Yum Earth? These bitches. These bitches. So today is an urban legisode, and it is my day. And mm-hmm. mine are famously less researched than Andrew's, but a little bit more <laughs> like um, sort of a fun. Accessible. The everyman. Mm-hmm. Um, and today I'm going to do um, superstitions about cemeteries. Yes. Um, okay. So this is from a website called superstitiondictionary.com. Andrew comes in with a book of folklore. Um, no, I much and prefer cites this. multiple sources in his. <laughs> I sort of do a panic Google <laughs> and trust that I'll get by on charm, which may or may not be true. Always. Okay. So I'm just going to go through and read these are like little sentences. And this is great. A corpse should leave any home or building feet first or else the corpse would be looking back at the building and calling for someone within 
to follow him in death. Oh, who even thought of it? Who said that to someone at a wake? I don't know. I'm so sorry for your loss, but just make sure the body leaves feet out. It is that woman who's like an older aunt or cousin. Yeah. Who's like, I hate to say this, but you did do it wrong and you actually do got to take him back inside and then take him back out. I'm, you know, I'm here for you if ever you need anything and your ass has been fully out this whole time. Honey, your skirt is tucked into your necklace. Yeah. <laughs> the inside of your asshole is prolapsed. We can all see it. It's dragging. It's kicking your ankles. I was the first one to spread rumors about you and, you know, I just feel like it's, we're all being honest now. <laughs> Yeah, so basically that. Um, this website, Superstition Dictionary, is really good. I, I found a bunch of wedding superstitions and sent to my friend Liz Gray. Yeah, don't bring her wedding. to a wedding. It was a lot of like, if a doctor is in the audience and it's at <laughs> 602, then you're going to have dead babies, but it's a whole thing. Okay, touching the corpse. Oh, sorry. So this is like, this is about burial. Touching the corpse will ensure that the ghost of the dead will not haunt you. A variation says that touching the corpse on the forehead assures you will not dream of the dead. Hmm. Have you ever, when was the last time you touched? Touched a corpse? Yeah. I've never touched a corpse before. Happy to say. Oh. Inadvertently touched some animal corpses. Oh. But like never when? touched a Um, I, one, oh, this is, this is bad. One time I <laughs> truly dropped a gumball under my refrigerator. And I reached under there. I was living on Avenue D in the oh, uh, no. in the East Village. Reached under, touched a thing that I thought was. This indicates a lot about my childhood too. My first thought feels like a rabbit's foot, like a like a keychain rabbit's mm-hmm. foot, not rabbit's foot. Um, a desiccated mouse that had just died apropos of nothing. It, we had not put any traps down. It no sort poison. of like was walking around and then clutched its heart and fell yeah. over. Yeah. Also peculiar, it had completely like deflated. It was Ew. like fully flat. Um, but yeah, that's the only Man, thing. that's it's awful. Good. That is like a, a good New York story. I also, I worked at a um, restaurant on 7th Avenue South right near the Stonewall. Mm-hmm. And they had these banquettes and the porter would go through once a week and pull the like booths away from the wall and take out these long, it was like a foot long or foot and a half long strip and hold it up. Mm. And it was just boom, 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 boom. Sort of like a, a what do they call those? A bandolier of yeah. bullets that goes around, but of dead mice and rats <gasps> of varying sizes and levels of decay. Mm. And it, for him, it was very funny because this is just the reality of the situation. For me, it was a shocking, it was shocking information to take in. I don't know why in my head they're laminated. <sighs> That's actually very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. A laminated strip of rats. Because <laughs> you know they have to stay where they are. Yeah. Yeah. That look that in my head looks like the sort of dried chilies that you can buy that are like uh, <laughs> shrink-wrapped. <laughs> I'm always curious about those. No. Um, um, okay, so don't touch the corpse. Do touch the corpse. Touch the corpse if you don't want to, them to dream about them. On the forehead. Okay. Taking the corpse to the cemetery in your own vehicle is extremely bad luck. Who the yeah, fuck? Yeah, I don't know. Are you in North Dakota? Oh, my no God. Um, it's fine. We have upwards of zero fans in North Dakota. <laughs> if you are a fan, let us know. We're let really us sorry. Know. If you're from like a weird place, let us know. If you're in a weird place, let us know. <laughs> Michigan. Wow. Wow. Weird. Uh, okay. Don't. Uh, that seems like a no brainer. Oh, this one's good. Uh, the corpse should not pass over any part of the same road twice. The corpse should not. So huh. don't. 
the corpse like should not. Like, don't go around the block. Don't do donuts with the corpse <laughs> in the don't back of your donuts. Camry. Listen, we'll s- please go straight to the funeral home. Do not do donuts in the Sears parking lot. Even if they asked when they were alive and you promised them they're dead now, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, man. I guess okay. it means like don't forget anything at home. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot shoot. their feet. <laughs> um, okay. Take care that you do not see your reflection in a hearse or you will be the next to be carried in it. Oh, my God. There's no guarantee you're getting that same hearse. <laughs> That's so much pressure. This is like small town stuff. Especially for a clean hearse. To be in a hearse. That's sort of like an ambulance. Like you're not going to take it. You're going to take an Uber. I'm trying to remember. Cheaper. I'm trying to remember if my if one of my grandma's funerals. I feel like. No, we did not ride in the hearse. We were in a limo. But I thought for a second we were. Oh hearse. yeah, no, I don't think you can do. That. <laughs> you were can like, it was a long, it was yeah. a long car, probably a hearse. Shotgun. Um, someone's like, sorry, we made such a big mistake, and we're hoping you'll be cool. With it. <laughs> Would you mind riding in a hearse? <laughs> oh my god, let me see. Um, if a funeral procession stops on its way to the cemetery, another death will soon follow. So a lot of anxiety about yeah. like delays. You kind of want to swiftly get them in the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Going ahead of the funeral procession or passing a funeral procession is very bad luck, and death will soon follow if you do. I think death will soon follow is sort of the moral of the story. Mm-hmm. That's a baseline. Yeah, if someone's if someone, and it's kind of true. Like someone's always gonna. It's that's yeah. that's where we that's where we start. Yeah. If you do nothing, death will soon follow. Right, right. you got to stay active. Depending on the definition of soon. Hey. If soon means at some point. If soon means at some point, which it does. That's what S O O N means. <laughs> Look it up. Soon at some point. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, it used to be believed that carrying a baby in a funeral procession would ensure that it would die before its first birthday. That feels like a rumor started by someone who was like, um, I think I'm just going to keep the baby back at home. There's uh, something I want to watch. I would love to bring my baby to this um, boneyard, but I actually can't because that's you know. like a much put upon Midwest mom. She's just gotten the baby dressed for the funeral. The baby throws up on itself, throws and up and like, shits at the same time. <laughs> it's like, hey, um, actually, it's bad luck to have the baby in the procession. So we're just gonna stay back. I literally hate to cancel. I because like it's weird. Like I actually want to go. Like I'm not just canceling to cancel. Like I, it's so like I want to go. Babies at funerals are very funny to me because they can't read a room. No. So they're still like, woo, like they're smiling and laughing and like kind of making faces. They can't grasp. I um I delivered a eulogy uh, pretty recently. And um, when I was walking back to the pew, my niece, who's like three years old, truly on full voice in front of the whole church goes, Uncle Andy, good job. <laughs> Like, (laughs) in the tone, as though I just showed a special skill I'd never... Buddy! Hey! Uncle Andy, good job! Hey, slugger! (laughs) It was very sweet. Oh, my God. But also, I will say, grateful to have a baby. Because in that that situation, I mean, she's she's a toddler. Or not a toddler, she's like a little kid. But like... You know, it was nice to have some yeah. levity. Oh my god! Of um, course, they don't know a baby. Know. A baby at a funeral is like a dog at Thanksgiving. It just cuts the tension. <laughs> um, yeah, everyone can just talk about the dog. I know. I I have two famous little kid acting inappropriate, but in a sweet way at funeral stories. Okay. Uh, the first one is like my most famous story. Like uh, I have, I think nineteen cousins on my mom's side, and the thing that is my defining like 
origin story is that when I was three at my great aunt Lily's funeral, um, we everyone went back to someone's house after. And as we were leaving, I asked for a goodie bag <laughs> because I just thought it was a party. I was like, there's a bunch just, of white people in a house. They're for candy. <laughs> they just gave you your aunt's bag. Yeah, Here. well, they were they laughed and were like, we can find something. And I was like, oh, I've done something wrong. And then I was humiliated. My <laughs> biggest embarrassments have to do with uh, asking for or taking food at the wrong time. Like working background and like accidentally going and getting food <laughs> is my actual nightmare. And that's oh, I think that's where it came and, um, from. Yeah, um, I but, feel for you. But then uh, at my great grandma's funeral, me and my cousin were playing hide and seek in the graves. We kept getting yelled at to not do that. I, yeah, I, my mom... It must have been terrifying to see, but we were having fun. We like didn't (laughs) understand why we weren't allowed. Yeah. I think I remember hearing for a long time. I thought this and I think it was just because my mom must have been like, don't stop. Like when we would go to funerals or something, she'd be like, don't stand directly in front of a gravestone. She was like, like, don't stand where the body would be buried. Oh, yeah. So then I had a bunch of messed up ideas about like, where do I stand? You know, like, (laughs) where do you approach from the side constantly? Like a stand. Like an introverted person? Like a creepy guy at a bar? Like, Hi, um, hello. I just wanted to say I like your grave. <laughs> oh, thank you. Did you carry me out? Which way did my feet go? Um, uh, I think uh, we've carried your feet out, your feet out first. You okay, I don't remember which one's bad, but I am going to haunt you. <laughs> you didn't poke my head. My lady. My friend, you did not poke my head, and my you know ghosty. the rules. You simply know the rules. Um... <laughs> Okay, let me see. Okay, here's one. Graves should be dug east to west. Hmm. That's interesting. I don't know if that means like, I guess like throughout the cemetery. Uh-huh. Or like if they're facing, like if the grave goes Sunrise, east to west, sunset, you, yeah. you dig on the east side first. Um, superstition over time has varied on which direction the head should be laid. Many say the head of the deceased should be laid towards the west. In general, it is so the soul will not be lost at the resurrection. Oh, God. Oh. People were so concerned about being lost at the resurrection, which I get because it's like at a big event, it's you can lose your friends very easily. I'm confused. I'm always confused about the resurrection because – and maybe this is a maybe this is a difference between Catholicism and like evangelicalism. Like, uh-huh. um, but in my – it's like that has happened and like the second coming – like – Maybe the Catholic position is that the book of Revelations is more like um, an an analogy or like an allegory rather yeah. than like this is literally what's about to happen. But I guess a lot of people are like this is the second – there's going to be a second coming and I want to make sure I'm prepared for it. Yeah. Maybe I'm it's wrong It's going to happen. That. I'm going to come out of my grave. My tits are going to be out. That's going to be humiliating. <laughs> I don't want my head to be going the wrong way. I know. All those people raptured, their clothes stay behind. And I'm like, oh my god. I know. They're just, they're naked. They're not used to being naked. (laughs) They're not used to it. Um, One reason given for this is so the dead won't have to turn around when Gabriel blows the trumpet during Revelation. It's a planning. It's honestly a lot of death. uh, A lot of death superstition has to do with planning anxiety, which I relate to because making any kind of plan, my stomach acid is churning. Oh, I'm, I try to gauge what side of um, a Lyft or Uber I'll be getting out of and I try to make sure I'm, and then if I'm not on the side that I think I'll have to get out of then I'm like this is a disaster so I get I get all this no I, yeah I can't blame anyone who's like put the feet on the head <laughs> like I get it I, I get stressed about when to feed my dog I know, it's like, and I've had her a long time <laughs> um, 
Still others believe that the head should face the east as that is the direction of the star that's shown at the birth of Jesus. Okay, wow. Way to center okay. the west. Yes. Very wow. offensive. <laughs> um, oh, I like this one. Graves should never be left open overnight. It will lead to another death. It is ideal to dig and close a grave all on the day of the burial. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that is. Um, hey guys, let's just um, let's just put a pin in this grave for now. Can we and table we'll this grave in the morning? Can we tape the grave? Yeah, I'd love to have sort of fresh eyes on this in the morning. For me, if we could just tea the grave. Let's sleep on it. Let's sleep on the grave. Um, Put a pane of plexiglass over the grave. We'll sleep on it. And then someone's like, I hate to be a pill because I feel like we're all sort of decided. But I I do have, I have concerns and here's what they are. Um, If a grave is left open over Sunday, another death will occur before the next Sunday. My question is like, who do they think is implementing? Do they think God is like. But like God is like an Airbnb host where there's a thousand rules and God knows all Ugh. of them. It really depends on which religion you're in because the way it depends on which Airbnb host. Yeah. Some of them are like, you can smoke in my ass. <laughs> Bring a dog to my grave. You just have to pay a hefty fee ahead of time. Well, some of them are shady and they're like, bring up do- the worst Airbnb that I had to leave immediately because uh, there was a slug and bugs in the room and you- the entrance was through the bathroom. It was just a lot of stuff oh, was wrong. My God. Um, but they were like, you can bring your dog. And I was like, great. What's the fee? And they were like, no fee. Trouble. And it turns out they just weren't cleaning it in between people. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, it's not great. It's not what you want. No, it's but not. But anyway, perfect. yeah, it depends on if your God is sort of the Calvinist clockmaker, you know, right, set yeah. it and forget it. Is your God like <laughs> really in your business? Is he like, you need to braid your hair this way? Otherwise I'll kill you. Helicopter parent God. Yeah. Or- a God that doesn't trust your ability to, but you're on your own <laughs> involved in all your decisions. Um, let me see. Okay. This is spooky. And okay. this is another like logistics planning centered one. The shovels and other tools. That's <laughs> <laughs> the same. That's the same waitress for the diner. I see you who is coming in here with your tools. Girl, girl shouldn't have tools. Your tools. Did you bring your grave tools? <laughs> Man, I I think I'm just always delirious when we record these. Yeah, we're, we're always catching you at like a very jet lagged time or truly during like the busiest days of your life or shaking you awake and being like, remember, we're doing this. Oh, my God. I think it's that I um, I uh, I don't take care of myself. <laughs> um, the shovels and other tools, see, mm-hmm. used to dig a grave should be left at the grave site for a day or more after the burial as moving them too soon would bring bad luck. Oh, I guess it is rude to be like, I dug your grave and now I'm taking the tools away. That mm-hmm. would bother me. It's kind of like a waiter taking away the plates too fast. Yeah. Or like on a, if you're on a Tinder first date and they're like, great. Yeah. I just have, um, I'm getting, I'm going on another date that night, but I can meet you out uh, after or before. Wow. Or like, yeah, I'm seeing someone else that other night and you're <sighs> like, I would have assumed you're going to see other people, but I don't want to know yeah, that you're. Me. That you have other stuff going on. Like, don't dig another grave. Right. I want my grave to mean something. Yeah, I feel like I want to know you've saved the day. You yeah. Know I mean? um, and what I have to offer is 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 grave-like. <laughs> um, here we go. Being the first to leave the cemetery is bad luck and could bring you death. 
That's why you you wait around for the donuts. In the cemetery? <laughs> Can you imagine? All right. Where's the donuts? I want to go home. It's pouring. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> Carol. Yeah, you don't. I mean, that's true. People are not in a rush to leave. I guess that's, yeah, that's the sort of thing. Like we were talking about our, our parents judging people mm-hmm. for leaving right after the communion. Oh, yeah. Like you, this is a sort of a a Jenny Green Teeth for not for leaving adults. the cemetery. Yeah, yeah, for adults. For decorum. Where it's like, obviously, we want to leave the cemetery and go get hammered. <laughs> but yeah, but you don't want to be the first one. Yeah. Um, another superstition stated, oh, this is crazy, that the sex of the first person to leave the cemetery would be the sex of the next person to die. Wow. People just loved this. People just loved doing this. I think people just died more often back whenever these superstitions. Yeah, that's true. I think it was more likely, like, people would die at the age of having peers more often instead of after, like, a long protracted illness that (laughs) happens away from the public eye. And they didn't have Susan Miller horoscopes back then. They didn't. So they had to be like, "Mm, uh, let's see, you know. Yeah. They didn't have a witch who was always having eye surgery or something. (laughs) Man, she's always apologizing. Um, Oh, this is good. It's bad luck to point at a grave. I guess that's just rude. That feels like you could set up someone for a trap really fast. I'm sorry, which which grave is it? Sorry, which grave? It's... uh, Uh, (laughs) Excuse me, my friend. I'm trying to find... um, uh, it's this bar. It's next to it's next to two graves. <laughs> Can you s- point to which two graves it's next to? Um, yeah, it's over. Huh? <laughs> and huh. um, this these just sort of go off the deep end at the end of this. Um, Did cool teens go to graveyards in on Long Island? Was that a thing, or, or like goth teens? Or like, did you, were you aware of that happening? Uh, there were two, exactly two goth kids in my grade, wow. and I think that they would go to cemeteries to hang out, or it just seemed that they did. That's a big school for only two goths. Yeah, you got to have two. Yeah. It's like guinea pigs. You can't have one. <laughs> it's not fair. Um, what about you? Um, Florida's weird because it has a, a high waterbed, so I don't think you can bury – I don't know that you can bury people too deep in Florida. I mean, they must. They do like the New Orleans like above ground? I, I you know what's crazy? I don't think I've ever seen a graveyard in Florida. Isn't that weird? Fuck. That's, that's weird. Cool. Yeah. I think that's cool. Andrew. I've never been I've been to funerals in Florida, but no one I know has been buried in Florida. Um Yeah. Yeah, weird. I don't It's it's funny because in New Hampshire it was such a thing there were just graveyards everywhere because there was that like I feel I I could be butchering this, but I feel like in the Civil War New, New Hampshire is like a notoriously libertarian state and there was something in the Civil War where like if you fought in the war, you were allowed to have a graveyard on your property. Um, and then over, you know, a hundred and something years when property lines fall, uh, and then there were just graveyards everywhere. So there was like a graveyard like in the parking lot of our local McDonald's. So like <laughs> – That is very New England. Yeah. It was very – Like a grave a, a graveyard across from a parking lot. It was hard not to be near a graveyard in New Hampshire. Yeah. The same thing in Vermont. Do they mention the thing in there about holding your breath? They fucking didn't. But this is what made me want to do this is yeah. that I went to a day camp on Long Island and uh, the bus would drive past Pine Lawn Cemetery, mm-hmm. which is gigantic. Famous. Yeah. If you live on Long Island and you die, there's a good chance you're going to Pine Lawn. Right. You might already be there. Yeah. And then, yeah, you might be dead listening to this and not know. <laughs> I know. This is a podcast for ghosts. Um, It isn't not that. Yeah, that's true. But- We'd all try to hold our breath and then like, but then there'd be traffic because it was Long Island. (laughs) 
And also the cemetery was like maybe a mile and a half long. <laughs> and so it was just a bunch of like lightheaded oh, no. kids toddling off the bus. Uh, uh, I'm so glad you also did that because I thought that was the thing my mom just made up. It's it's such a strange thing. Like my mom, who's a very sweet religious person, um, also loves superstitions. And that I was know. one or just like – I think they're, I think because they're kind of like fun and folksy. Yeah. And that, but I remember as a kid, when we moved to New Hampshire, she was like, always hold your breath when you uh, when you drive by a graveyard or a ghost might get in your mouth. Like, it was like. Yeah. So that was. So this is the reasons why, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Number one, a ghost will go into your mouth. Yeah. Again, like I was worried about breathing in a ghost, mm-hmm. which is fair because you don't know how big they are. <laughs> a ghost size unknown. Um. It also just general bad luck. Mm-hmm. It's the second one. They don't like, yeah, just peep, someone give up their life. You can give up breathing for. Yeah. Um, and sort of a two, two A or two B yep. is uh, respect. Yeah. It's rude to breathe near a graveyard because guess what they can't do? <laughs> breathe. Yeah. That's like eating a, um, that's like eating a frosty outside of a gym. I mean, some people in the gym could eat a frosty, but. I guess. Or, or it's like, it's like eating haagen outside of a. Lactose intolerance clinic? You mean uh, a Jewish temple? <laughs> Andrew, you said temple wrong. <laughs> I actually did think for a second I said temple wrong, and then I was like, wait a minute. Oh, no. Um, no, yeah. Is that a thing? Is that a... Are... Jews are lactose intolerant. Yes. Really? We got a lot of recessive genes. You're kidding. I didn't know that. I, it may be one of those things that's like, uh, you think it's a thing and it turns out to not be. Yeah. Um, like when people are like, I'm an empath. Like if you've read about being an empath, you're much more likely to be an empath. Right, right, right. Um, I think it's, it might be one of those, but yes, I do believe that Jews have worse stomachs than the average. Chris was lactose intolerance until he came out. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Oh my God. Yeah. It real life. He was fully lactose intolerant. He came out and he was no longer lactose intolerant. Wow. Was Isn't it just like cr- an anxiety thing? It might, yeah. It was probably just an anxiety. But like also like triggered by by dairy at some point. I don't know. Yeah. I guess when you live in um, such a Italian heavy population, there's a lot of like pizza and cheese on stuff that maybe that was. And also sort of like a macho culture. Right. So that could be a combination of those things. Man, um, poor – that's such a good um, it gets better story. I know. I know. My poops got much more solid. And then if I'm not mistaken, his brother who is straight got more lactose intolerant. <laughs> oh, no. That's like it follows. I know. <laughs> that is – That is very funny. That means something. I don't know. Oh, my God. That's um, beautiful. Please, listeners, let us know. Let if, us know if you stopped or became lactose intolerant. Um, in response to a big life decision. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. There's a lot of people where like they, their hair was falling out and then they got a divorce, like yeah. left a bad marriage and then they were fine. Like oh that kind God. of shit. Yeah. Send us your psychosomatic body horror. <laughs> that's um, a great subgenre, subgenre for this podcast. I do feel like that's our second podcast. Yeah. I almost said garb, 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 garb. That's a very good garb, garb. <laughs> um, Wow. So, okay. Uh, real quick. Were there any, like, what was the craziest? Cause you were saying they start to get really weird towards the end or they get off the walls. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Okay. So here's one. If lightning strikes the house of the dying, the devil has come to claim them. Oh my God. What's the, what, what, what is going on? Lightning comes from God. What are you talking lightning about? Lightning famously comes from God. Yeah. Well, it, 
Lightning is God. It's sort of like on a track where at the beginning they say the name of the producer. Yeah, that's yeah. Come on. You have to know that. It, and also how disrespectful people die during storms. The only way you know the devils come for someone in the house that they've died in is if your septic tank explodes and geysers out like old faithful. <laughs> that's the only way, you know, like septic tank. Yeah. Fucking Florida. <laughs> I, you know, we, we did not have a septic tank and it is, I'm always just like horrified that that is that that is what we've decided is a thing we can do. It's so disgusting. I don't think people should exist. I think we're awful. That's so crazy. Is it be is, like you have a septic tank in a place where there is no subterranean like plumbing, m- massive plumbing system? Yeah, if okay. there's no like unified plumbing system, it, it, you have to have some kind of bacteria down there to eat the poop. And that's scary too. That is scary. A can septic- that hurt? Can that hurt you? The poop. The pack. The bacteria. <laughs> <laughs> the bacteria, if you get it on you, can it hurt you? I bet it can. If you, fa- I'm going to Google what happens if you fall in a fall septic, in a septic tank. tank. Oh. Um, yeah, there's um, – I used to have this thing called the Very Scary Almanac. And uh, in it, there was a story about a kid who phased through walls like – or who like teleported. Uh-huh. It was like uh, – it was like this is based on a true story where like parents woke up in the middle of the night and their kid was inside one of the walls and had no memory of how he got there. And occasionally he would just like show up like in them like <gasps> stuck in places that he could not – he couldn't have gone to. Oh. And what I was so scared of is I was like – he said he had no control over it. And I was like what if he – what if he like was in a pipe or like – Something that couldn't contain him, like a septic tank. That'd be super scary. I did find a story that says the title is Accidental Falls into Septic Tanks Are More Common Than You Think. Oh, no. Which is on a site called MyVirginiaInjuryLawyer.com. I was sure you were going to say (laughs) MyVirginity.com. MyVirginity.com. Here's Mm. the people who fell in the poops. That's someone who went to a a local town, like, information thing about having a website and was like, name your website after something you care about. My virginity.com. Oh, yeah. Here's how to do a hyperlink that looks like a picture. <laughs> um, unfortunately, I got very excited about this, and it's all um, elderly folks and young children. Oh. It's all over 75 and under 10. Was that what happened to baby Jessica, or did she fell in a well? Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, baby Jessica was a well. Yeah. Which, like, wh- why is a well? Why is what are we doing with a well? in your yard? Don't have a well. Um. On December 24th, 2007, a 77-year-old man fell headfirst into a septic tank. His head was completely inside of the tank, but fortunately, his <gasps> legs were still visible above ground. Oh, no. His wife saw his legs an hour after his No! And called 911. That's really hard. Oh, no. Oh, this is sad. No. Was he okay? Um, It doesn't have any information. Oh, I assume no. he's fine. Okay. Uh, okay, this is sad. Um, in June of 2014, a seven-year-old boy died after falling into an uncovered tank in Arizona. Friends saw him fall in. Friends, you're seven. <laughs> saw him fall in, but sadly the boy drowned before he could be saved. Oh, no. On July 13, 2014, a four-year-old New Jersey girl stepped on a septic tank lid while chasing a ball and she disappeared. Family members saw it happen and ran to the opening of the septic tank where they saw the youngster sl- swimming in the sludge of the tank. <laughs> oh, my God. Luckily, the girl's uncle was able to grab her hand and pull her to safety. Witnesses say the lid, quote, flipped 
and fell back into place after the girl fell in. <laughs> she had no injuries. I'm just picturing her doggy paddling around being like, this is great. We have a Zika pool. <laughs> I'm in hell now. <laughs> <laughs> I... This does make me think of I uh, maybe this is too awful and sad to, to share, but one time I was working in administration at the studio that Anne and I went to at NYU Playwrights uh-huh. Horizons Theater uh-huh. School, and um, I on my way I was like running an errand and I had to go to Midtown and on the news ticker in Times Square, um, the headline like like infant drowns in bucket of mother's vomit, <laughs> and I I it like ruined my whole day. I, I, I like lost all color in my face because it was the most horrible thing I could imagine. Oh. And I went back to work and Helen, who's the old head of the uh-huh. studio, who's this like really lovely, iconic woman who everyone's crazy about. But she was like, well, what? You look terrible. Like what happened? And I was like, I saw and I said the headline to her and she doubled over laughing. <laughs> And she said, I'm so sorry. I have the most wicked sense of humor. She's the best. <laughs> this is a devastating Helen Cook impression for anyone who doesn't know. I um I once I once played her at a gala for Player's Horizons right. and uh, fellow graduate Perez Hilton interviewed me as Helen. It was uh very strange. Um, rough, rough. rough. Anna, I'm so uh, glad you brought in all these all these superstitions about graveyards. Please uh, tweet at us with your graveyard superstitions. Yeah. Um, scary story underscore pod. Scary story underscore pod. Um, also on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and now I'm introducing a new feature. I love this. Um, that we're calling spooky ideas for things that could happen. <laughs> and these are, um, it's a short, like a micro short scary story that mm-hmm. Andrew and I it's just sort of a description of a thing, mm-hmm. an idea, an occurrence that could happen that would be scary if it did happen. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have one? I have one. You start. You start. Okay. I'll, I'll go because I have to think of one. Go ahead. Okay. This is like perfect for you. Yeah, I love that. I this love is a very good assignment for you. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Your a turn. long shadow of a thin hand gently places a yellowed doll in a baby's crib. Oh, that is very scary. That's a scary thing that could happen. That is very scary. Spooky ideas that could happen. Um, mine's, mine is kind of based on something true. Okay. okay. But you'll see. I was walking by a little girl who was looking into her mother's coffee cup. And she said, bubbles in coffee look like spider eyeballs. Oh. And then I looked into my glass and one of the bubbles blinked. Wait, did that happen? No, well, I did walk by a little girl who was like, Oh, that's the bubbles first... in your coffee look like spider eyeballs. Oh, it's a first person scary yeah. idea. Spooky idea. That's a scary thing. That that's can good. I really a like this one. blinking is scary. Yeah. I, um, it was very spooky. And now I can't unsee that. Anytime, like, I like, I don't drink coffee often, but anytime I have like black coffee, it's like, Yep, there's spider eyeballs. And I love that this segment. That's true. That kid is actually very true. <laughs> Um, yeah, tweet at us with your spooky ideas that could happen. I love this. Oh, that's so good. Also, um, we got a very cool little write-up in Vulture. Yes, thank you, Vulture. Yes, what a what a what a nice thing. Um We stand Vulture. We stand Vulture. Uh yeah, it was such a it was such a friendly thing to do. And yeah. we've been loving getting your um scary stories that you've been sending to us via Twitter. Yes, and Instagram. we're gonna start using them. Please email us. Yes. Our, What's our email? We don't have one yet. So for now, let's just do on Instagram. 
Scary yeah. Story underscore pod. You can message us and we'll see you message, there. Message, we'll check it. We love it. We love it. And we love you. And we freaking love you. But even yeah. though we love you, it really is time for you to get, get out. out forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original Dog. podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com. And subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.